When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. In a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions, only one podcast roars ferociously. It's the C3 Panthers podcast. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yo, welcome to the C3 Panthers podcast. Tony Dunn here. Free agency part two. Last night, we had our big show. We talked about the early free agent news coming forward with the Carolina Panthers. And you know what? I've been so busy. I didn't even have time to post the podcast to the podcast places yet. And guess what? The real news hits. Day two, the Carolina Panthers have assigned Hassan Reddick, Denzel Perryman, solidifying the defense. There probably is even more. I don't even know this. It's happening. Bam, 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 live, live. And we're here on Wednesday night. It's 8 o'clock, and I'm here with my homeboys. I got Code Dizzle, Alan CK in the house. How you doing, my man? You know, just uh, living the dream, my man. Just uh, hearing hearing these uh, the news today. Uh, so if the first signing, it was funny. Uh, one of my boys messaged me. He's like, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking we're about to hear something crazy about Watson. He was like, we just signed Perry, man. I'm like, Oh, that's good signing. But like, you didn't deserve the, Oh my gosh. Like I'm sitting here like, like thinking we pound sold. And then, then Hassan Reddit came out. I would have thought that was a better. Oh my God. Moment for me, at least. Mm. Um, I'm, see him. I'm big on this Perryman joint. I'm big on it. I understand you though. Yeah. And so, but man, it's uh it's nice to see moves being made. Uh, I was worried we were going to wait until there were nothing but table scraps left, but man, we got some people, man. Uh, Cody Lashney in the house, producer, co-host, overall man in the and uh, I gotta say it's nice to start to see kind of a plan come into place. Yeah, man, there's uh, a lot of things to speculate about, man, especially with these last two defensive signings and our linebacking core. Uh, with Perriman and Hassan Reddit, those are two big names for us. And um, I think it really kind of opens some questions about what kind of defense Phil Snow is looking to build. Um, you know, I think we've all kind of had our guesses, but, you know, this kind of gives us some breadcrumbs on uh, the kind of defense that we're trying to build. Uh, I think it's pretty exciting, man. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised with what we've done. 
The number is 252-228-5098. Call in. We'll take a couple of calls tonight as we go through some of these early moves. You can find the podcast on all your major players. Go ahead and smash a thumbs up. Subscribe. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be doing uh, a show with the Chargers Chat. Chargers Chat podcast uh who have been on the show they've been great in the past so we'll we'll get to learn more about the denzel perryman pick going forward i tell you this is that look we needed these moves that's what i first off at least yeah for me it's the perryman move was necessary right like unless you're gonna draft a linebacker in the first round next this year you have to fortify that unit and it was poor with to to hear whitehead he was a bum but i looked up perryman's stats and look he looks good he looks good but he's had some injury problems throughout his career not been able to play full seasons last year i think he only played 13 games he uh 70 something tackles and I think this speaks, guys, to how spoiled we have been at uh, linebacker position where 78 tackles just seems okay. I'm, like, seems- I'm used to my linebackers getting like 110, 105. You know what I'm saying? For the last 20 years, the Carolina Panthers have had linebackers that just pile up tackles. So yes, I am excited that we're trying to fix this line. We we learned a lot last year about that despite the pay for linebackers, it's still an important position. It's a very important position. And the fact that two years in a row we haven't been able to stop the run. Even draft drafting a run stopping defensive end uh didn't or defensive tackle rather didn't really help it. And then listen, I don't have to bring up uh Tareer Whitehead, you know, to make everyone angry all over again tonight. We don't even need to redo that, man. Uh, our linebacking core was in peril, and, and it has been for two years. And one of the things that we also said, that many people said, is that we were going to really find out at the start of last season how bad we missed Luke Keithley. And it was, it's been apparent um, that, that he hasn't been on the football team and that just having Shaq Thompson wasn't a serviceable enough replacement. So, I mean, this is two double-down moves in your linebacking core. And now all of a sudden you have Shaq Thompson, Hassan Reddick, Denzel Perriman with the front and four. And Jermaine Carter Jr. is still on the team. Right. And, that's, and we had all kind of been theorizing that he was gone because he had unfollowed the Panthers or something. I don't know, a bunch of drama. But now, all of a sudden, one of our worst um, position groups on the football team goes from one of our worst to basically one of our strengths, it feels like, in just a few hours. Let's start with Perryman. We know that we've dealt with uh, Tahir Whitehead, who struggled. And you you don't want to just dump on somebody for being a, you're like, boom, 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 but... Boy, we were getting beat like a drum. And there were so many clips of Whitehead just doing ridiculous things. It was like they would snap the ball and he wouldn't even look. It was almost like he closed his eyes and just randomly threw his body in a direction. 
So we took out Whitehead midway through the season and our defense got better. So we knew this was a need. There's also a question about Shaq Thompson, who restructured, and we know that he's not going to go anywhere. Once you restructure, you're going to be around for a minute. Yeah. But he, the the Panthers have not at any point desired to be for him to be a middle linebacker. Right? They just have it. And Perryman comes in as a middle linebacker, a thumper, right? A tackler. A guy who, despite his injuries, has put up significant, you know, these 70 tackle seasons and different things. To me, this was very important. The Carolina Panthers move on this. I felt like it was intentional. I like, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Last night when we were talking about the off, the, the picks, we were trying not to poo poo them. But at the same time, there was very little get excited about. We see, uh, Denzel Perryman come and that's a big deal for us I think and I think all of a sudden right away it's going to make Shaq Thompson better hopefully it's going to take some pressure off the middle of the defensive line and I don't know how you take pressure off the middle of the uh, defensive line but this was necessary what else is the alternative right the alternative is drafting a linebacker in the first round or some shit like that <laughs> by yeah. the way who's the guy from uh, Penn State Michael Parsons. See you later. We ain't got you. I mean, Dad, we, we haven't had him for forever. Listen, our first round pick is either going to be a quarterback or we're not going to have it because we've traded for a quarterback. Which, and again, Tony, I, I know you want to continue to play the Debbie Downer on this. I am. Even, and, I am. And even I have said it doesn't seem likely. But, dude, I'll be damned if we don't wake up every day and there's not a brand new story from NBC News Talk or some outlet talking about how hell-bent we are on bringing Deshaun Watson here to Carolina. Why do you think that is? It keeps on Why do you think that is? Because I think that David Tepper, like I said before, he's a billionaire. This man is not used to being heard no. You can't tell him no. He has his mind set on Deshaun Watson, and it seems like uh, it's inevitable now that the Houston Texans know that they are not going to start this season with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. So if David Tepper knows that, Deshaun knows that, now the Texans probably know that too. Um, And this story just keeps on building up traction, man. Josh Um, Klein from the uh, Riot Report has, and I've been critical of him in a couple of ways, right? There's number one, tell him, CK, what do I hate about what he's doing? You just hate what he's doing. <laughs> no, it's the it's the hashtag. Every player that comes along. Hashtag Batman. Batman. Oh, my God. It drives me nuts. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if he's trying to tease us, like if he's trying to be sarcastic. I'm so used to Bill Voth and Darren Gant just kind of being dicks to everybody on purpose. So I don't know if he's like really saying it yeah. or if it's meant to be sarcastic. But he has been committed and uh, I guess uh, he's been, he has said this is real talk from the beginning. Yeah. He has said that these rumors aren't just rumors, that there is something to it, substance. He came out and tweeted this again today. But Cody, I went on Pirate Radio 1250 today as I do 
every week, but since the NCAA tournament is on Friday, we move the segment from Friday to Wednesday. It was important. They were asking me about uh, Deshaun Watson, and I said I have a just kind of a, I guess, an attitude towards it, which is expect it not to happen, right? And it's almost intentional because if it doesn't happen, I won't be disappointed. And if it does happen, I will be more excited than people who hoped that it would happen. I am at the bottom of the roller coaster, right? The roller coaster goes up and down. You know, you go down the drop. I want to be climbing the top and I can't wait till we wake up. And Deshaun Watson is a Panther. It's just why. I, I hear people talking about it now. They're tired of the talk. Like they're just like, I can't deal with this no more. And then other people are getting hype. But Joe Person is going back. All the reporters are saying this. That's because it's that, great news. Like it, it's great. Clickbait. It's a storyline. Right? It's a storyline. Yeah. And, and until we see the only thing we've heard, we have not heard anything official from either side. We haven't heard. And I, I said this before with other reports that came out. You know, a long time ago, we have not heard per source the Panthers are most likely to get Deshaun Watson or the Houston Texans are certainly considering, you know, trading Deshaun Watson. Like, there's nothing that tells us. No, no, the Texans have been reported to not be fielding calls. Ian Rappaport came out today and said that they don't even pick up the phone. Yeah. I mean, they don't until they do. Like at the end of the day, you're either going sure. to. You're right. You're right. Like you're like uh, you. Okay, you're either going to start the season and you're going to make Deshaun hold out, and then the your whole entire fan base. Like okay, uh, you know we're talking about how we feel as Panther fans, right? Having to will we won't we trade for Deshaun, dude? Imagine if you're a Texans fan. What would you do? What would you yeah. say? Dude, you have to be going through hell right now, knowing that you're more than likely going to trade away your franchise quarterback for uh, uh, either an unproven player and either someone that they're going to draft or Tua, um, you know, or it's going to be Tyrod Taylor, man. Like, I just, I, I couldn't imagine. But if you're the Texans, there comes a point where if you know that Deshaun isn't going to trade or if he's not going to play for you, then you have a certain amount of time to receive value for him. You need to trade him before the draft so that way, you know, other teams have time to, you know, move around that trade and you have time to make the adjustment to go get a player to replace Deshaun. So, yeah, I think it has to have something has to happen soon, in my opinion. Do you think these allegations that have come out are, I mean, and now we're on three people by Tepper? Well, they do you think they temper? help or hurt Deshaun Watson, or do you think it helps and hurt or hurts Houston? Like, does it help Deshaun Watson get out of Houston easier, or does it help Houston? Like, do you think it puts it puts a little more pressure on Houston to be like, listen, if I do, if if we don't, and he this comes out and and we we do an investigation and everything is like Deshaun was doing having these accusations. these are legitimate accusations, right? These are legitimate concerns. Well, guess what? Nobody's trading for him. You've lost, and you're not going to keep him. You're going to cut him with whatever character, you know, uh, you know, clauses they have in those contracts now, like we did with Greg Hardy and whatnot, commissioner's exempt list, whatever that may look like. 
and and they're going to get nothing out of it. Like, or do they take the risk, keep him, and risk him not even playing, and eventually leaving the organization anyway? Like, I mean, I feel like this puts more pressure on Houston to get him out. I kind of think that a bunch of billionaire owners who are ready for Deshaun is they're basically willing to make whatever they have to, you know, push under the rug. I think they'd be willing to do it. Um, by the way, this is a civil court issue now, exactly. so this is something that could drag on for more than a year. Like it yeah. could, it, it could be resolved uh, a few years down the road. So, and um, to be honest, let's go ahead and be clear about this: is that we heard about Antonio Brown. Right, having somebody over at his house who was like something similar, and the dude just came off and jacked off on her back. Like that's what the report was, right? I mean, just like skeet skeet on her. And then you have Brett Favre that sends D pics to reporters. You have all of this. Uh, yeah, is you're trying to tell unless this girl's got video evidence. No, that yeah. this happened. Like this ain't getting nowhere. This wouldn't have been a simple case if that was the case. This would have been a, yeah, a criminal. I, I don't know what the why the reason is or what it is. I don't. I'm not trying to put. I'm not trying to. What are they victim shame people either? And that's not my goal here. But if it's just a you versus me, or the only reason Greg Hardy got in trouble is because there was a call on nine one one. Yeah. Right. Like you have to have something more than just your word. And in our society and video makes it happen. So if she got the video, the thing's a wrap. But if yep. you ain't got no video or audio, you ain't getting jacked. The video would have been That's, out a long time ago if there was video. Yeah. Man, wouldn't have all right. So let's get back on uh Denzel Perryman train. Uh good news is is that we needed to we needed a middle linebacker. He is a natural middle linebacker it seems like that's where the Chargers wanted to play him for a while but the bad news when it comes to him is that he's never played 16 games he was a second round pick as the same year that Shaq Thompson was and the most games he's ever started is 10 or 11 he started 11 games in 2016 he started 10 in 2019 he started 13 in 2020 the most tackles he's put up is 60, uh, 73 in his rookie. 72 has gone down and down and down. So it may like this is important, but the con- the concerns, I think he dealt with a knee injury or something is like, is he healthy and can he be healthy? That's the important part. And uh, availability is important, right? Do we know how long the Paraman deal is for? I, th- I think someone said three years. I saw yeah, that's the in the Discord now. chat. In the Discord chat, by the way, the Discord chat's been going nuts. So, um, so that that's awesome. been fun. You guys need to check it out. Um, so I look is that I think he's kind of a heat seeker, like a heat seeking missile. He's kind of like Thomas Davis ish ish. Which is like I'm about to blow your ass. A good tackler, yeah, right. Some people have said that the coverage could be questionable, but I don't really think of middle linebackers or neat or like that's where they shine at. Well, the modern day linebacker really should be able has to, to do both. Yeah, yeah and, they do both. and also Luke Kingsley did it so well for us. 
I mean, the dude was a nightmare in coverage with the amount of interceptions that he would he would get. So in a way, we were kind of spoiled to that at the position. Traditionally, you're right in that it's not, you know, you're not going to ask your linebackers to cover guys. Kind of like often. a box safety versus a free safety. Like right, you take but, the tackler more than you take the coverage guy in that case. But it has been stated by Matt Rule and our coaching staff that we want to move Jeremy Chen back to safety. Whereas so many times last year, we were playing him at linebacker pretty much out of necessity. Just because we had yeah, no other, yeah, totally. we had we had no other competent bodies at that position. So I, I think the fact. So that, who are our safeties going to be? Chen and Burris. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure that we're probably in the market to draft a safety. I still think uh, uh, maybe even Richard Grant, who we've talked about a little bit, right, or right. or Andre Cisco, uh, could probably be in consideration uh, with our second round pick. Uh, if we don't trade a bunch of picks away, um, I, I think that's probably a pretty big priority for us, um, especially knowing that now our linebacker core is pretty much set. Yeah. So it looks like our defensive backfield is the last one that really kind of needs some fine tuning. Yeah, and, and that's an interesting question is what does these free agency moves tell us about the plan going forward? Let's move on to the next one is Hassan Reddick. Uh, the Panthers, well, look, is that Reddick finally had his year. Uh, I thought that for some reason this guy had played in Detroit and then got traded, but no, I was wrong. Drafted by the Cardinals in 2017, I believe. But they said that they had been playing um the people in the Discord chat have been telling me that they were playing him in the, his unnatural position, and they moved him, I guess, to like an outside linebacker, yeah. like pass rushing linebacker last year. So tell me about Hassan Reddick and what you guys think about this acquisition. A one-year deal, it seems like he's betting on himself. Yeah. And there are connections to Matt Rule and Phil Snow. Your thoughts on this acquisition today? We wanted the, We wanted him last year. We yes. wanted Reddick last yeah. year when yeah. Reddick retired. We wanted Reddick um, because, you know, we we knew that. And then he went off and had his best year, right? Um, I, I can't remember. Was was it that he was franchise tagged last year or what? I can't remember what it was. Or they just re-signed him to a one-year deal. And, you know, it was definitely a prove-it deal because he had his best year as a linebacker because they put him back in the position that he's best played in. And speaking of that, Jacob Willis in our chat says, I was pounding the table for Reddick last offseason. The fact that he got 12 and a half sacks and we got him for pennies is a steal. And that's something that, you know, it, it kind of gets lost in the mix. My man had 12 and a half sacks last year. That's a crazy. So what are you going to play him at? Rushing. You can't play him at defensive end. So this is what, this is why this is so interesting to me because Tony, and you know, I've said this pretty much all last year. Phil Snow was pretty much left to the guys that he had on the roster. I think it was almost impossible to tell what kind of defense that we were going to continue to run with based on us having to play such a limited personnel. You know, I, I remember pan, uh, fans complaining about the fact that we were running so much 3-3-5, which is more of a college-style defense, and fans were really kind of like, well, what the hell is this? I really think now 
we are going to be a multiple defense. And I think that so even where we switch from four, three to three. Yeah, four, I really do think so because we have the base personnel to do all of it. I mean, we could put gross models and burns um, on the edges in a four, three, and then have some combination of uh, Derek Brown and maybe even our new signee, um, uh, Marcus Fox, I believe his name is who, Morgan Morgan, who I admittedly obviously don't know. I don't know about. anything about, I don't even yeah, know, I know nothing from. about him either, but, but also knowing that Hassan Reddick is a really good pass rusher um, as a standing up outside linebacker, I think we're going to look for opportunities to put Reddick in positions to pass rush. I mean, dude, imagine Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick coming around the edge at the same time, especially on passing downs. Uh, dude, I'm willing to bet you anything that on third downs, or on on clear passing downs, we're gonna let Brian Burns and Hassan Reddit just fucking go after him. It, it, this symbols to me, it's an act of aggression, and I fucking love it, man. Uh, here is uh, this is according to RamsWire.com or the RamsWire.USA.today.com. Uh, Fox, Morgan Fox was a rotational player for the Rams last season, often subbing in for Brockers in obvious passing situations. He played just 39% of the snaps, but still had 27 tackles, nine QB hits, six sacks, and eight tackles for loss. So I think that kind of lends to your exact point about the aggression thing is that, well, and, and let's move to that. So today, Yesterday, we saw the Panthers make some, or the day before, make some important moves necessary, questionable to some of us, right, about how good these guys were, the Cameron Irving and the Pat F. Line, but necessary, like you have to put bodies there so you don't have to, so you can free yourself up in the draft. Today, though, it really seemed an aggressive day for the Carolina Panthers, trying to complete not complete maybe but round a defense that was young and neat but had holes and i truly believe today was a good day for this panthers defense right as in adding talent to the mix some experience to the mix but not getting old not getting expensive uh, so I'm very excited about today's moves, and I kind of want uh, you guys just to speak on what you think this suggests about Scott Fitterer's plan. CK, you want to jump on that one first? Yeah, I feel like right now uh, you're seeing where his where he doesn't want to focus in the draft. You know, you, you're seeing – I'm not saying he doesn't want to go with an offense. I right, mean, I think, right. you know, you're seeing – not, not forced going, into it. Yeah, we're not so focused on linebacker. I think right now the biggest question marks are going to be, uh, you know, the. I think we're seeing a pattern of what we're going to be doing with the draft. Quarterback, tight end, and cornerback. Those are our priorities yeah. in the draft, I feel like. Um, Amen. And if we can't get any of those checked off before the draft, then those are going to be priority number one. Um, and it goes in that order, in my opinion. You know, I know we need a CB, but you've seen what this league does when you have a good tight end. You can't be a successful team without having a tight end that's going to be able to kind of be a, a linchpin there to help your your, your yeah. offense. 
Yeah, I, I agree with CK. I think that we we know the positions that we don't want to be strapped into having to draft. Um, uh, for example, the offensive line. You know, uh, another defensive lineman. I really do think that. You know, I mean, if um, I would still like to take a really good guard or even a tackle, should one fall to us and we have the opportunity to take one, um, in the second or third round. Um, but I really do think that we're trying to move away from the trenches and try and draft um, those exterior players on offense and defense. Listen, um, you know, especially if we are able to land a quarterback and if we're somehow able to keep our second round pick, then, you know, a wide receiver like Terrence Marshall from LSU could even be in the mix. Um, we've already mentioned safety and, and uh some guys at cornerback. Uh, I really do think it's going to be our exterior weapons um, that's going to be trying to upgrade um, during the draft uh, on the offense and the defense. Um, and I really like this, man. I, I think that Scott Federer is aggressive. I like the culture that it comes from up in Seattle. I like how they've been able to build their team. And, I mean, look at what they were able to build with the, uh, the Legion of Boom. Uh, up there in Seattle, and, and they put Bobby Widener right there in the middle. They know the importance of having a smash-mouth defense, and I think that that's what we're trying to build back upon right now. I feel like we used to know that importance, too, as a team. You know, and somehow we just got old and slow real quick, and that's the, the problem in the NFL is you can go from being just expecting to lean on your defense from year to year, and then all of a sudden these dudes old. And we saw that in 2018 with the Carolina Panthers is that it just got old really, really quick. Now, I guess I want to do, I want to ask this is how old are these guys? Son Reddick is obviously somewhat young, right? And uh, Denzel Perriman, both of these, one is uh, 2015. So they can only, you know, he's probably like 28. I'm guessing is Perryman or somewhere. Yeah. So if you guys can need to look that up, um, I'm glad that we didn't just for with that that defense was a part of the plan. Yeah, you know, is that you looked at that offensive line? We've been so fixated on the quarterback. I just feel like we could have been too focused on that a little bit. At a, you know, is that like that? Like that's the only one track mind. One track. Maybe that's what us as fans were. Maybe us as fans were a little bit. That's why we were all shitting on the Cameron Irvin signing and shitting on the Pat Affline signing and wishing we got Joe Thune or whoever else. I don't even know who we wish we wanted. We'd probably be happy, dissatisfied with anybody. But today's effort, to me, signals that the Panthers are trying to round the team out. The scary part about today is, does this suggest we're trying to win? When? Yeah, I think so. Uh, this is not, I mean, these signings to me are, it, they're kind of they are aggressive. Of, I like, you're right. Yeah. They're aggressive. But they're also kind of reminiscent of 2015. Like none of these free agent player names are absolute superstars. You know, Hassan Reddick might have some pop to be a potential, you know, fantastic player for us, even though it's a one year deal. But especially if he ends up balling out for us this year, and becomes a part of a nice little pass rushing tandem with him and Brian Burns. I can see them bringing him back. But all of these um, signings to me, while they don't have a huge name attached to any one of them, 
they're all picks that, in my opinion, just make us so much better. Uh, you know, from from and necessary. To, to be honest, yes, I cannot yeah. believe how many holes we had. Like when you really start to think of how many holes this team had, and we haven't addressed half of them still. No, yeah, we're still like we came into yeah. this offseason feeling that way as well. I mean, like that. That's where I, I think our biggest question marks were around being able to get somebody like a, a Watson, or is it even worth drafting your quarterback yet? Because you don't even have a team that's going to be better, you know, that's going to put them in a position to succeed, you know, and I think we've done a little bit to be able to do that. My only thing is, is you you guys forget, we did this exact song and dance two years ago. Um, We had the, not, I'm not obviously not to this level. We, we felt like we addressed every need we had where we can go into the draft and honestly get the best player available. Right. We, we, we we had a fantastic off season and to be fair, you know, if you if you look at and I, not to bring up Herney and try to up talk him, he had two really good off seasons in a row um, outside yeah. of the signings for, you know, Christian McCaffrey, if you want to make that or Shaq Thompson, which was a midseason play. You know, nonetheless, we did this and I, I'm afraid to get excited because it's all it, we did. We had a decent team with no quarterback. And right. we saw what happened. We were picking at a high level again, and and that's why we're here. You know, we were picking what eight, nine. Don't get excited, one? CK. There's no. Don't worry. You don't need to get excited. I tell yeah. you why is because is that despite our happiness with the exact players that we picked or didn't pick, is that injuries are still potential. Yeah. Right. None of this matters if somebody gets hurt. Like not a bit. You know. And so Perry Man could come in and play five games. And be awesome, but if he misses the next ten, it doesn't matter. So part of this is part plan, part luck. You know, is that part? Yeah. Uh, in twenty fifteen, we were healthy. That's the thing; we were healthy the whole year. Everybody was healthy, and that's luck. It's just luck. So you got to put these process. You got to put these players in a position to succeed but some of it after that you've already rolled the dice and you're just waiting to see what the number is um here's here's what i want to say real quick so that we can just at least in this conversation i've we've we've had our conversation about will greer in the past will greer is uh i think he got the short end of the stick i think he still has something that he can show and prove but his film did not show very good you know football um and uh but again he was put into one of the worst situations so i think he still deserves a chance um, I just don't know that uh, his film warrants him being in a conversation for a starting position. Not at all. <laughs> like that should have been the the goal last year. Like uh, forget signing Teddy Bridgewater. You use the third round pick on Will Greer. That should have yeah, been the. Plan. You're a year late to the party, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're a year and a half late to the party because yeah. that's exactly what it was. Is nobody's been shit on Will Greer except for the Panthers. Yeah, uh, and especially Panther fans. Uh, but listen, we wasted a third round pick on that man. I mean, I like, Watson, are, are we just saying, like, just at this point in time, do we just all type Deshaun Watson and just speak it, speak and just it, into, it into existence? Yeah, is that right. what we're doing? I am. I just don't believe it's going to happen because if it does happen, then I'm going to be even more ha- even happier. All right, uh, other news to Deshaun move on Watson. To. Uh, other mo- news, free agency m- news to move on to is F.A. Obata looks like he will not be returning with the team. 
And that is because Bill Voth put up some snarky ass fucking tweet as usual. And was like, I hope he finds what he's looking for. Like, and then somebody said, why didn't we offer them him the restricted free agent tender? And he goes, how do you know we didn't? Well, just tell us, Bill. Just say we did. And he wanted more. Five and a half sacks, F.A. Obata. There are questions going on in the Discord chat about the defensive tackle spot. And they were pointing out that he could play end and tackle. So we have Obata likely moving on. Jermaine Carter Jr. might be back with us. This guy now is reached. I I tell you, this is Shaq Thompson, the biggest cheerleader on the planet. This mug is cheering every acquisition. Like he loves this. He's like, give me Hassan Reddick. Give me. You know why? He played his best football. He played his best football when he had good players around him. Yeah. He is not the guy. Like he cannot carry a defense. Right. And and there's no defense on the face of the planet that can be carried by one person. You can have some of the best. I mean, you can have the best player in the in in football on any position, and they're still not going to make the difference on whether you win or lose. It's just reality. But and, I mean, we do know that his best film was on uh, when he was playing with Thomas Davis and, and Luke. Hey, uh, CK, uh, do me a favor. Uh, it's a certain time. It's time for something to happen. All right. Subscriber shame. 49 people watching, 24 likes. Hit the thumbs up, man. We're trying to produce more and more content, going live, talking about free agent signings, man. Uh, Listen, we're excited to talk about this stuff. So if you like listening to it, hit the thumbs up, hit the notification bell. And listen, we're on the road to 2,000 subscribers. Share this with all your Panther friends and faithful you know, let them know what kind of fun we're having, what kind of content we're putting out. We do stuff like this, man. We'll just pop up in your life and talk about some some free agent signings, man. So hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the notification bell. And uh yeah, that's my that's my subscriber shame. We had to do it. Shame on you. Shame on you fools once. But if we shame you twice. Mm-mm-mm. And to be honest, like I don't even know how we ain't bigger. I still can't get over this. It just annoys me. Anyway, so y'all That's help us out. <laughs> help us out. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what she said. <laughs> um, okay, so next on the docket, Curtis Samuel on the yeah. move, it looks like uh, going right now to the reports are saying expected sign with the Washington football team. Yeah, I think he's a little. A little surprise there, right? Um, Because we had Scott Turner, which but was not bad. Scott Turner wasn't bad, but our whole team was bad. I still like Norv Turner. I like what Norv did with this team. I'm not opposed to this. I don't got any problems with these guys. But joining Ron Rivera, which is strange because I feel like all they did was try to keep Curtis Samuel off the field for five years, but okay. Now he's going to join Fitz Magic and create some magic in Washington. I tell you, watch out for this Washington football team. They are going to win the damn NFC East. Again. Again. <laughs> I mean, what do you think about this signing? What do you think about Curtis yeah. Samuel, baby? I, I, I kind of want someone to make it make sense to me. Like, I, I felt I'll like I heard. You. But I mean, I, okay, listen, other than Ron Rivera, right? Terry McLaurin also went to Ohio State. So that was a teammate of his. 
But outside of that, like if you're it's Curtis, magic, baby. Yeah, but come on, dude. Like apparently he was in the uh the Washington, no, not Washington, the uh, New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins were apparently um talking about more. him. Yeah, in the bidding. But Washington's about thinking, to be good, bro. <clears throat> Washington's about to be good. They got what they're How? gonna have their defense, bro. Bron Rivera's about to put up a 2013. Carolina Panthers team that la- allows 15 points a game. And now you got Fitz Magic, who's going to be slinging the rock around. These guys are winning 10 games next year, bro. Mm, I mean, if you say so. I bet man. you this the Washington football team is better than the Carolina Panthers right now. I, I have a question. Was this a legit no. troll? What? Was that a legit yes. troll? No, straight up. Cody, was that a legit troll? What? Yeah, who? What? Tony troll? Jones, I, Jones. I, yeah. Huh? Jones, Terrell, the, the comment you just put up. Oh, yeah, but yo, Cody, oh, cut, cut your hair. Cut your hair. Look at my is, that hair. A legit, is that a legit troll? Because, I mean, look at his profile pic. Was he bald? Was he got hey, man, hair? long hair don't care, man. We just some hair boys on this podcast, bro. Shit, I would shake my shit if my headset wasn't on. Shit, don't, don't tempt me out. I'll catch a charge shaking. I'm just making sure. I don't want to. I don't want to BM if he was in a, like just messing around. <laughs> like earlier, he was. He was already. He was already in the chat trying to troll earlier. I just figured I'd ask uh, before I heckled him. Um, anyway, yeah, go ahead. Sorry about that, guys. Well, there are two coaches. Technically, I guess it could have been trolling you. Um, yeah, I cut my hair, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think that if you're Curtis Samuel, why wouldn't you want to go to the Jets? Like you know, you know that they're either going to trade or they're going to draft Zach Wilson. So, I mean, shit. It's like I would, especially after not having a quarterback to throw. Uh, you know, throw him the football for so long. Hurt Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, who he'll probably have to do him again. Do you, you think? Know, there's I, uh, I mean, it is interesting, you know, to see the. The reasoning behind it, I'd be interested to see what he says in his press conference, you know, whenever he does his press conference there, because, you know, if he did have the Jets involved, you know, he would have had an opportunity to be a number one wide receiver for them. Like, who else is their wide receiver up there that would challenge him for a number one slot? You know? Yeah. I mean, so he would have an opportunity there, but I think that he's looking at it from the perspective of he can be more impactful to that because he can be the he can be the running back as well because they don't necessarily have the answers at running back 100%, right? They're not, you know, so I mean he yeah. can he can double as he could be more impactful in the offense there as well. Chuck should have said Herney and Ron going to ruin Samuel again. That's what he should have said. Yeah. Again. Yeah, again. <laughs> again for a second. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That like I I almost don't feel bad for him. If he goes there and just flounders, like he has here in Carolina, dude. Like you decided to go back to Ron and back to Marty and back to a situation with dude, no they're the best team in the like, NFC East. I hate to tell. I mean, they're the best team in the NFC East. That defense is nothing to fuck with, yo. Ron knows how, how to win with those teams. Dude. Ron knows how to win with those teams, man. I'm telling you, they're gonna be good. Don't you worry, they'll be fine. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I still like our and team. And Fitz Magic loves to chunk it. He's if we, get, a, if we get if we end up getting our quarterback, I like our uh I like our team better. 
Man, we are sitting around the campfire talking about this Panther Free Agency news with Blake Bettis. And I tell you guys, we have uh, made some important moves today. Denzel Perryman, we had uh, Asan Reddick, and as well as um, the hot ass Morgan Fox. I mean, Megan, Morgan, Megan. So I'm just going to see. Is Morgan hot? Is he sexy? Megan is. Megan is. What about Morgan? She was. She was. She actually was when I was like, 25. Yeah, what happened oh, to her? Cool. I feel like she was the talk of... She's fine. You know what? She looked real good in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But that was still like eight years Dude, ago. Dude, I could not watch my that. childhood be destroyed by that fucking movie, so oh, I passed. Just, just, I good. passed. It was good. It was fun. I liked it. And I'm a you big would. teenage man. <laughs> Dude, I signed up, man. I was at the, like, I can't, I was a lot, I was like in the real time when the real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out, man. Like, I was, like, in fourth grade or something like that. Just, like, I got an autographed picture by one of, like, the foot soldiers or some shit like that at the showing or something. It was crazy. Man, and not crazy, but I love that. So, no, nah, like, uh, don't hate on that. And I like, you know, Megan Fox. I'm down with her. I'm down with her. I ain't got no problem with it. So, I hope I'm down with Morgan Fox. So the Panthers now, we've, we've uh, through day two, I feel like we've had a lot of noise all of a sudden today. For the Carolina Panthers, what do you guys see going forward? And we can wrap this up a little bit. And that is, where where is this taking us to? Obviously, the talk will continue to center around Deshaun Watson till it doesn't. Uh, and uh, I guess there's going to be a second wave of some free agency signings. And I mean, this about- wide receiver market is still wide open. Like. I mean, we uh, do we need a receiver? We don't, but I'm just like, I mean, you're right. There's going to be a wave of, there is going like to be another wave of, of free agency and there's still going to be big time signings, you know? And so I could see there's still being a, a play at that, you know, that, that we could make. I mean, certainly I think the only thing we have left, because unless we do something crazy with cap, we're not going to be sitting, we're not going to be playing at the dance anymore. You know, Chuck, um, Chuck says we need a corner and a tight end. I think we those are draft. A, we need think, we need both. You don't think we can no tight end in free agency? No Zach Ertz? No, dude. His, I mean, this even with this trade. contract and the amount of money, I mean, the amount it's of like impact you would have. Yeah, yeah it would just be too be much for an older tight end. Unless they were trying to give him away for peanuts. He's only 30, though. He's 30. Yeah, but. I mean, but he's, he's also, older, but he's not old, yeah. old. But are we willing to, to trade away draft picks for the possibility of having a th- I mean, like. You look at a lot of the tight ends that have come out of like, there's not a lot of tight ends that fail as much as, you know, that succeed. Right. Um, so, I mean, I, you can get a nice, decent tight end in the third, fourth round. I think this, uh, I think the, the off, I think the draft is going to be a tight end uh, priority um, along with cornerback and, and, and QB um, offensive line is still a bit of touch and go on that front. So I think we still need to have that a priority, but what we've done today is shore up the things that we don't need any longer in, in, in the draft. And that's linebacker and, and, and safety. If, if we're happy, if, if we end up doing anything, any moves in free agency for safety. All right, Cody, what, what do you think this is pointing to? He oh, left. He quit. He's out of here. He quit this show. He's right. done, bro. You know, I'm just trying to figure out for myself and what we can end on this as to, oh, he's coming back. He brought himself back. My bad. Turns out that was the wrong button. Uh, Yeah. Well, now I've got a pee, so you got to answer that question while I take a leap. 
Uh, so listen, I, I think that this kind of sets us up good. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I wanted to mention is that uh, one of my favorite uh, prospects in this draft is Pat Fryermuth. He's the tight end from Penn State, and that's a guy that I think would be available, um, honestly, in the uh, probably in the second round. I don't see him falling all the way to the third, um, but that would be a good pickup for us. Um, I don't know, man. I think our free agency is kind of in the books, don't you, CK? Like, I feel like there's, you know, obviously with the one piece that we're all waiting to have fall is Deshaun. But outside of that, I really do feel like now we've kind of set ourselves up to pick the best player available, you know? We're still going to have some depth concerns at a few different positions, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I like what we've done, man. I think Matt, Matt, uh, Scott Ferrer, has come in and really, um, you know, blown us away, man. I really yeah. do like everything that he's done. Um, you know, he's really un- undid a lot of the dumb moves that Marty Herney had kind of stuck us with. Re- restructured Chat Thompson and McCaffrey. Um, you know, did a did a a good job building our football team this year. Yeah, I, I don't think we could have asked for anything better from our first first year GM. Oh yeah, we did we really I mean we talked a little bit about our new defensive lineman, uh Fox. Um I don't I don't know if we're gonna be focusing on that too much in the draft. I mean I know we still need a, a cup that might be a later part in the draft. That might be some of the depth that we're talking about that we need. So those might be unrestricted free agents or um undrafted free agents, things like that that we focus on the DT. Um, because I think we're pretty set with our starters at this point. Yeah, we are pretty set with our starters. Um, I'm I'm just dude. I, I don't I don't remember the last time. You know, I mean, maybe a few years ago, whenever we signed um Gerald McCoy in free agency, like that was kind of a fun free agent year when we thought Cam was going to be able to. Yeah, that was two um, years ago. Yeah, that yeah. was Bruce Irving. Uh, Gerald McCoy. Uh, we had, yeah, we had some some signings that that year that got us excited. But uh, Paradis was that year, um, and we were excited about that signing at the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. There were there were some things that made us think that offseason was good, um, and then it ended up not being good. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Patrick Peterson signs a one <clears throat> one year ten million dollar deal to be a Minnesota Viking. That's fine. They can take him. They can take him. I ain't paying $10 million for Patrick Peterson, who's coming off of PD testing, and it's just not been the same as it used to be since he was on the juice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, all right, so my thoughts about the signings today. Uh, a little interested in, you know, you kind of get so swept up in the talk of offensive linemen. You get so swept up in the talk of just Teddy, 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 need a quarterback, need a quarterback, need a quarterback. What's going to happen to Curtis Samuel? What's going to happen to Curtis Samuel? You almost forgot that we have no defense. Like very few dudes on the defensive side of the ball that we really can truly count on. There are some young studs to three to build around, right? Brian Burns, Jeremy Chin. Derek Brown. These are guys that we really have faith in. I think everybody believes in it. Shaq Thompson's restructuring, right? Says he's going to be part of the team and really took a leadership role 
with his team last year. I will say that is that like Matt Rule and him, you saw Matt Rule like giving the mic to him a lot in the post games and stuff in the locker room, panning out the the game balls. And I think that actually speaks volumes of what they actually think about Shaq. We want Shaq to play better. We all, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry that I'm disappointed in Shaq Thompson, but that's what happens when you've been spoiled for the last 20 years with linebacker tandems who put up hundreds and hundreds of tackles every year. And that's even when I looked up the Perryman stats and then like, man, this dude's the most he's ever had is 73 tackles. I feel like Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis, John Beeson, uh, uh, Will Witherspoon, Dan Morgan, these dudes did a 73 tackles in their sleep. Shit. If you remember the 2003 Super Bowl where the Carolina Panthers go, right? Is that, the uh, Dan Morgan had 25 tackles in that game. In the game, one game, and Will Witherspoon had like 20. Yeah. So I, I think it's for me, it's hard to get excited about linebackers because I'm like the bar is so high. But this was a very, very important signing to this team. And we know it's a little bit easier to piecemeal the back end of a defense than it is the front end. So I like that. The Reddick, uh, you know, I thought Reddick was going to be outside of our price range. I think it speaks volumes to uh, the relationships that Matt Rule and Phil Snow have built with some of these players, right? Another Temple product. So right now I'm looking at these signings right here, three on defense today, two on offense yesterday, and it really does not look like the Panthers are ready to roll over. No, not at all. Not at all. And maybe that just fans the flames of my hopes at quarterback a little bit. Is I am putting Deshaun Watson out of my mind. I'm more in the trade-up mind right now. I, I mean, just think it's look, more plausible. Like, look at this. We popped up another 20 people. You better smash some thumbs up. Hit them, hit them CK. Sub, 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 subscriber shame. Give hit us a like. thumbs up. Give us a thumbs up and share this damn podcast, folks. We've been doing this. This is our ninth year. Every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. live. And now we we be, we be popping up here uh, uh, on a spur, on a whim. And, uh, it's because I got guys like Cody Lashley producing this joint. Yeah, man. And uh, listen, hit the thumbs up button. It doesn't care. You know, I don't care if you think yeah. my uh, my polo makes me look gay. Whatever, man. That's all good. Hit the like. Hit the subscribe. Hit the dislike. He just wants either. to suck your dick, bro. That's another way of saying I want to suck your dick. I, if you I say somebody's like- shirt makes them look gay, you're hoping they're like, I am. Yeah, I think he was trying to shoot his shot. And I ain't mad, yeah. bro. You do you. Uh, but, hey, I did want to share this with you guys. Um, so uh, just to show you how Marty Herney is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, fun fact, Washington coach Ron Rivera tried to trade for wide receiver Curtis Samuel last season. But Panthers general manager Marty Herney refused. Now they are together with Samuel, and they didn't have to give up a draft pick. Collusion, 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 collusion. This is collusion. He's so bad, bro. I fucking, dude, I'm so happy that he's gone. I can't believe any of you ever defended this man. I'm so happy that he's out. 
He was a cancer to our football team. Dude, uh, like, it, dude, I was talking in our Discord today how much of a missed opportunity it was that we didn't try and trade Curtis to, like, the Packers yeah. last year when they were trying to make a Super Bowl run. And that would have opened up that offense even more than it, you know, than it already was. And we could have gotten maybe a second round pick for him for that kind of player. Dude, I don't know, man. It's it's just so and we probably would have lost to Washington because Curtis Samuel wouldn't have been able to make those plays. I don't know, man. It's in the past. It's all said and done, but it's just like, man, that now I'm just so happy that we have a general manager that is smart enough to try and make plans for the future and actually try and, you know, accumulate picks and, and, and good players. Like, man, even the, the short amount of time that he's been on this team, I'm already so thankful well, to have him. Yeah. Well, you better hold, you have. better slow your roll until we see this damn Pat Eve line and Cameron Irvin offensive line. I keep seeing more and more crap about how they suck on the internet. Um, and I got a little shame for this guy, John Ellis, who's been doing, he's Panthers, one place, one place Panthers, does all the clips and stuff like that. Seems like a cool dude. How are you not, how are you going to be like up in this Panthers joint and you ain't following the longest running Panthers podcast ever? Right, like how you get in the game and not just follow the one that's been doing it since the beginning, homie. So you better get on that follow train and come on the damn show. I won't hold it against you. But I will say this: it ain't cost no, it don't cost you a damn dime to follow, share, like, and subscribe. Like what the hell? It don't cost you nothing. I ain't asking for your money. Have I asked anybody to give us money tonight? No, no, and I will. Oh, you will because later. we want you. No, yeah, not gonna go. Maybe I'm not maybe. asking for money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or as Gary Vandercheck says, "Give, give, give, then ask. Give, 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 then ask." But no, I don't want money. I'm here because I like hanging out with my homies, talking about this football joint. So, so I think that am I not allowed to drop my OnlyFans? Never mind. Is it gay? Is it gay? Is it? Come on. The hell are you take me got for, your man? First subscriber. We got your first subscriber. He's in the Dude, chat. I don't care about that guy. I don't make content for him. Five dollars? He'll give you five dollars a month to show your titties. No, it's way more than five dollars and it's way more than titties. So <laughs> <you know. laughs> um so the the last thing that I have on this, oh, that's what I want to mention to you is when we're talking about um God, what was that? It just slipped my mind. Oh, like is you're all happy about Scott Fitter and what he's doing. I do think there's a point to those moves yesterday with Cameron Irvin and Scott F line. It's like they're necessary. Again, I say necessary. But these guys, everybody who puts up, and it was that John Ellis guy put up this, it was like something like these guys are like the 150th ranked offensive line in the last three years. You know, they're not good. So that's the that's the scary part. Um, and then you gotta, you're creeping on this is that maybe they're, I don't know, we need Deshaun Watson, or I guess we're going to be drafting a damn – left tackle at eight because Dude, we ain't getting no quarterback at eight, homie. My inner Clemson fan is just... Dude, I tried to deny it for so long, 
but I want the shine on this team, man. Like, look, I, I never, you know, it, for for those who have been listening, like Cam Newton really brought me to the Panthers and and made me love this football team, right? So I didn't I, I didn't really get to watch Cam when he was at Auburn, but I did watch Deshaun his entire time at Clemson, and man, it, it, even when he was a freshman. You can tell that the guy just had something special to him, man. The way he throws the football, the way he sees the field, uh, you know, the how elusive he is when he runs. Dude, the throws he makes are just incredible, man. I've seen the greatness. I've seen it firsthand. I just wanted to shine on this team, man. It's like it's that- not about even his greatness. I tell you this. What did I tell you on your porch in week one? What did I tell you, you, you quote it all the time on this show, is that we're at the game, we're playing the Rams. This is yes. the year before last. Is that, what did I say? I asked you on the porch, I'm like, how, how you feel about this game today? And you said, as long as we have Cam Newton, we have a chance. We and have the a chance. way, uh, another way of looking at it is, as long as you have a guy at quarterback that you believe can get it done any Sunday under any potential circumstances, you feel like that feeling. But I tell you is that as we, again, spoiled in some ways, we've been spoiled a little bit is that we talk about these linebackers, that greatness that we've had in Carolina, but even Jake DeLum sort of gave us that feeling somewhat, but it's those years that we don't have the Cam Newton. It's hard to get up. Right, it's like we need a little blue pill to get excited with optimism when you don't have your quarterback. I don't need a you blue know? pill. Um, Check out my own defense. I'll prove it. You don't need a blue pill when you have your quarterback. Yeah, but when yeah. you don't have your quarterback, is that you have to hope in some outside chance they have an immaculate defense? Like everything has to be perfect. Yeah, and I'm talking about even when you got an average quarterback. It leaves a pit, like it's just, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's just not the same. So that I think is the most appealing part about Deshaun Watson or draft pick is reestablishing the feeling of we can do this. Like we just, even if this year goes bad, now we just got to figure out how to add. No, we're a ship that's bobbing <laughs> along the ocean right now without a direction until we get our quarterback. Yeah, and look, uh, calm water is never made for skilled sailors. That That's one of my favorite sayings Ooh, in the world. Nice. Calm nice. water is never made for skilled sailors. So sometimes, man, you have to batten down the hatches. You got to hoist the sails, and you got you to gotta weather the storm, man. And I feel like this past year, uh, you know, that's kind of what we've had to do, man. This was not a very exciting year this past season for Panther fans because of Bridgewater, uh, because uh, Christian McCaffrey leaving the season hurt and being injured, and and just, you know, a a bunch of things surrounding the way Cam Newton left. You know, this past year was not the most fun that you could have as a Panther fan. But with the free agent signings that we've made, with the hope um, and the assurance that we at least know the Panthers know uh, that they have to upgrade the quarterback position. So whether that's trading for Deshaun, moving up in the draft to two or three and try and get Zach Wilson or Justin Fields or 
Uh, Trey Lance just sitting there. They quarterback is the biggest priority for us right now, and we are going to do whatever it takes to try and upgrade that position. And right now, that's the what's giving me the most hope yeah. about about the Panthers going forward is that if we upgrade the quarterback position. With it's on. Talent. It's on. Then Dude, we're it's ready. on, man. It's yeah. on, bro. But it's like not that. until you don't. That's kind of my point. Right? It doesn't matter how great all these motherfuckers are. If you don't upgrade that position, it ain't on. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, to. so there, these moves will all be for naught if we get a quarterback that throws 14 touchdowns next year. Well, you know, 15. Let's be fair. 15. You know, Cam only <laughs> threw, what, eight? Yeah, but he's still That's accounted crazy for... crazy shit. He had 12 still a, running. Yeah, he's still accounted for more total touchdowns. Yeah. God. All right. Um, that's all and I you got. You for some touchdowns. Oh, well, actually, let's talk about that real quick. Quick is what happened in New England over the last two days has also been pretty wild. Yeah. Did we not dude, already but, talk about this? Did we uh, talk about it last night? Yeah, a little last bit. Night. Okay, okay. Yep. Hunter Henry. So. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the dual tight end. So Good they're on, making yep. moves over there. And I tell you, if anything, they don't seem to be laying over and mm-hmm. trying to tank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, no. Tintizzi says trade for Njoku. I don't yeah, know. Trade. I I I'm trying. You know what? Is maybe we're maybe we're slow playing damn OJ Howard. Coming off is he an still, injury. Is he still out on the market? I don't yeah, I think he is a free agent. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. I have not, but he had a bad knee injury. I don't know if it's a good idea and a plan to sign guys that are coming off an injury. Like it's generally not a good thing. We learned that with Matt Khalil. Yeah. That he sucks. But he and, sucked I mean, before we, that. We did that with Matt Paradis. Yeah, and it took a whole year. And we re signed Thomas him. Davis. Uh, I don't know if this is true. Paul Mancini says Njoku signed with the Raiders. Mm. Only is he is he a free agent or is he possibly like, is it was he going to be a trade target? I don't know. Maybe he was traded last. OJ Howard is a name to think about. This I mean, I would a, love an OJ Howard yeah. type uh, yeah. tight end on our team. Um, I, I think uh, this is a good comment by Jason Lewis. All the teams downstream of the Panthers are doing exciting things. Buffalo, Washington, and New England. Uh, yeah, teams with uh, that we all have these weird ties to. Uh, the Bills signed Emmanuel, Samu- uh, Emmanuel Sanders uh, today, too. So that gives yeah. them another, another option. The NFL is fun right now, man. There's so many good players, and there's so many emerging football teams, you know. Never been a better time to be a fan of the NFL. I'm just um, super excited for the Buffalo Panthers. <laughs> yeah, keep rumbling. Um, but uh, I, I think um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be a Panther fan. I love the speculation. like The fact that we're even involved in the Deshaun Watson talks just makes everything more fun. You know, it's like the fact that we're even in consideration is, uh, you know, it's just, it's cool. And my last little suggestion, or not suggestion, but prediction, is uh, free agency is going to settle down, and there's going to be some pieces that kind of fall into place later on. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, be surprised if we ended up picking up a tight end or something 
in a few days after the market. Yeah, no, we got to. We got to, or else then you're asking a rookie to be starting on day one. And we don't have anybody outside of Ian Thomas, right? And we do have him, so he will be on this team, but you still need more around him, particularly when they just didn't use him last year. All right, uh, you guys got anything else? That's all I got. That's it, man. All right, this is a special free agent part due uh, edition of C3 Panthers podcast. We're live on Tuesday nights at 9 p.m. My name's Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor. You can follow me on Twitter at cat underscore chronicles. Go back. uh, I'm going to go add uh, the Discord link uh, to the show notes later on. If you guys are looking for that, I'm sure there's somebody in the chat room right now who is in that Discord chat, and they might even drop it for you. As I speak, uh, Codizzle, CK, um, congratulations on your voice trailer. Oh, thanks, man. I saw that. And number two is like, what was it for? I know you're not probably allowed to. No, no, that wasn't like a, that wasn't like a movie trailer or anything, but but like my Fiverr account, um, people can like, I've got like a $15 gig where somebody can put a script up and I'll record it for them. What did they Um, ask you? What, what was the script about? This one was basically a word for word, word um, re like it was the uh, uh, it was hard for me. It's basically just redoing the uh, 2004 WrestleMania intro, um, <laughs> like it was word for word uh, for some sort of WWE podcast. But um, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty cool. I was I was happy. I've got so I mean I've done three of those and all three had five star reviews. So I'm pretty happy. That's awesome. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and also put this out here. If anybody's listening as a graphic artist, um, we are looking for free artwork, eh? <laughs> cheap artwork at the very most. But I want our this year's t shirt. We did not do a t shirt last year because of the COVID shit, and we didn't yeah. do the fantasy league, and we're trying to bring this back. I want a chin check t shirt. And I feel yeah. like it should be a helmet with a chin strap hanging down that says something chin check on it somewhere with a yeah. 22. That's what my idea for a t-shirt is. And you know, I've been saying that since the beginning, I told you, I said, chin check, put your damn, make sure your strap is fastened, bro. Cause chin check, <laughs> chin check. Like maybe that's what it should say is make sure your straps fastened for this chin check, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but that's what, and you know what? Somebody will probably just steal that idea. Uh, Code, uh, see, um, Code Diz, I'm calling everybody else crazy. Cody, Cody, Code the one with right. the one without. It's hard to keep track. You were writing uh, for Draft Tech when I uh, text you about the show. What's going yeah. on there? Yeah, there'll be a brand new mock draft tomorrow for the Carolina Panthers, first and second round picks. Uh, that is drafttech.com. Check me out. Um, after free agency period, it's going to go back to longer comments so I can really break down in written form the players that I'm talking about. So not only am I going to be breaking down players on this channel, going live, doing the C3 film room, uh, but also check out my uh, all my comments on drafttech.com. And, uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Cody Lack and hit me up, man. The um, 
What was it? I had one last damn thing to say, and it was about this show. And why does it escape me right at the last moment when I need to say it? <laughs> um, God damn it. I can't remember what it was. All right. I guess we're. Oh, oh, this is. I got it. It came to me. Boom. Back. So what happens if the Panthers do get Deshaun Watson? And we have to trade away three first round picks. What do we do on the draft show night? Well, like I think for to... the next three nights, we just have a, we plan for, I mean, for the next three years, we just plan for a, a giant party. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. kind of feel like what we should do is that it, we still have the draft party. And then but whenever... the entire time, nobody's on it. And all we have is a picture of Deshaun Watson. Like, like just, us just smoking cigarettes. <laughs> just, just, just to or, or what if, like, uh, what if every time uh, whoever we traded the pick to, I guess it would be the Texans, and whatever they do with it, you know, for all we know, they could trade it around. But it would be like picking 18th with the Carolina Panthers pick from whatever. And then we just go, the Panthers put it. Deshaun Watson, and we were like, yeah, we got our guy, we got our guy. And then we showed Scott Fitter on the phone. He's like, I got my guy. I got my guy. Like the only and then we just replay that- the press conference from him, his initial press that, conference as a Panther. That's it. And then we just go to bed. And then we just go to bed. <laughs> and chat, um, type, type, type Deshaun Watson in the chat and hit enter as we're leaving. So apparently it's like, we're just speaking it yeah, into existence. So yeah, we're just, we're just speaking it. Into existence, into existence. Everybody put Deshaun Watson in the chat. Listen, the first thing I do if we trade for Deshaun is I'm gonna have to call nine one one for an erection lasting longer than four hours because I hear, <laughs> I, I, I hear that that's not helpful. Not me. I just came. Maybe a little premature. Wait until you found out that we uh, that we trade. No, as soon as I hear, I'm like, oh, oh, that was that was great. I need a cigarette. I don't blame you, bro. I don't. I don't blame you at all. (laughs) All right, I don't uh, blame you. Get us out of here. Take us out of here, Cody. All right. Until then, C3 Panther Nation, keep pounding. Keep pounding. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.